Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to a discussion with Greg Wagner and Sherry Bosquet on the issue of the solar moratorium. And Greg, will you fill us in exactly how uh, we can participate in that hearing? Uh, yes, Del. The public hearings will be held on Tuesday, February 28th. There'll be one at 1.30 and then again at 6 p.m. They'll be held at the Clickitech County Services Building, 115 West Court Street, room 200. That'll be on the ground level as soon as you walk into the building. That's in Goldendale, Washington. People can come express their views on the matter. They can come and do it in person, which would be the preferred way. You can join by Zoom, or you can send in a handwritten letter, or you can send in an email. All this information can be found on the Clickitat County website, and that's at clickitatcounty.org. The email address is bocc at clickitatcounty.org if you want to send in a email testimony. But this is very important. It's our last chance to have the county enact solar ordinances or to ban solar from our county. You could also call 509-773-4612, and that will get you to the commissioner's clerk and get more information from her. Okay. Well, thank you, Greg. Sherry, uh, what are some of your thoughts on this uh, hearing coming up? Oh, I feel that this is probably uh, one of the most vital situations that's probably hit Clickitat County. Um, with industrial solar, large-scale solar, this is planned to go around Golden Dell. And I'm hoping that people understand how large and how many thousands, tens of thousands of acres these foreign entities would like to lay their black glass panels. So the moratorium is important because this is the time where people can voice their concerns or voice what we want as our future. Do we want tens of thousands of black glass surrounding the city or do we want to go in another direction? And so by testifying at the moratorium, it's asking our government officials who have the power to enact solar ordinances on where this large industrial solar could be sited, or if we're going to continue building it out in our county. So testimony is important for all the county. When these green energy, renewable energies come in, it raises our electric rates. And that recently has happened. So even on the west side where people don't think it's going to affect them, look at your your power bill and it does affect you. So it is important for everybody to get involved and to say, well, we would like it not to you know, take over our county and to have our county write ordinances to regulate it. Thank you. And you know, the only, Greg, the only two things that the commissioners have really stated in favor of the solar is we're gonna get a boost in taxes and the amount of jobs it'll create. Uh, is there any lividity to that statement, you think? Well, I imagine we're going to get some taxes, but if you read the newspaper article about three weeks ago in the Sentinel, the Cypress Creek said they would, uh, tax contribution to our county would be $19 million to $30 million. And their projects, they claim, will last 30 years. So if we get $30 million, that's $1 million a year. If we get $19 million, that's $633,333. That's not a whole lot of money. And then due to the way the the tax, the assessor of our county 
uses the cost method of income for the appraisal, every year that money is reduced. So we lose revenue from all of these renewables, the wind and the solar that's here at Lund Hill, plus all the future solar, their, their taxes go down while all of our citizens' taxes go up. So we're not benefiting from uh, too much tax money. And then as far as the jobs, I know for a fact the Avangrid Corporation, they built the Lund Hill solar site in Bickleton. There, there isn't a maintenance building out there where there's a solar repairman sitting all day long. In fact, they have five workers that work out of their homes and they travel between Goldendale and down towards Prineville and work on any solar site that's uh, needing repair. They, they don't have people sitting at these solar sites. So it's not like Brian Walsh said that for every 50 megawatts of electricity generated at a solar site, there'll be one full-time job there. That's just not the truth, but that's the typical con job that these solar corporation representatives use. And that's the same thing Cypress Creek is using when they're coming here. It's, it's smoke and mirrors. It's not the truth. It's, it happens all across America. So the, the jobs and the money, don't believe it. Uh, thank you. And uh, Sherry, you have been on the radio and uh, commissioner's meetings and whatnot, asking the public to get more involved. And this hearing is going to be uh, very important on who is going to control the county, whether it's going to be the citizens or the corporations, because they will basically, with their leases, own two-thirds of Click Attack County. And this is how important it is for people to get involved, right? Oh, it, like I said, I, I think this is more vital than people understand. This is where the people can come back and tell our government how we want to live our lives and not let the corporations tell us how we will live our lives. That is what's happening right now. The corporations basically are running Cook Attack County. And what has happened with this is now these corporations tell our county what our de what the decommissioning plans will look like, what this will look like. When I, re when I requested documents from our county regarding a franchise agreement with uh, it's a Bluebird Solar Power LLC, my county could not give me one single document. In fact, they said they needed 90 days to provide me with, um, with a document. And there's a public hearing for this franchise. So during this Board of Commissioners meeting, when I asked you know, about this franchise, Brian Walsh with Avangrid spoke up and he said I could contact him and he let me know. And to me, that's very concerning <clears throat> as a citizen is that my county cannot inform me on what franchise deal they're entering into, but I have to go to the lead corporation guy. So to me, that said, who's running this county? Who's running this county? So the people must come back. You know, somehow I, I, I feel the people have thought the government's just going to take care of us. They, they have our best interests. Well, I think we're seeing a lot nowadays that maybe they don't have the people's best interests in mind. Maybe they get a lot of money from corporations to do what the corporations want to do. And without the people saying, no, we don't want that, a corporation's real run your life, you will get what they want to put where they want to put it. So that's why this is just vital. And it means more than just a moratorium. It means more than just solar ordinances. It means that the people have come back. 
It means that we have come back to tell our government how we want our future and be that voice. Uh, thank you. And Greg, you know, the, uh, the, when the solar and the wind and everything are using the grid, uh, we're paying the maintenance, the upkeep and everything on that grid. And all this renewable energy is at the pleasure of the west side of the state. And we're really, uh, we're really the ones that have to pay the full price for all the upkeep and everything that is required uh, for the extra transmission of these lines to support uh, the power needs on Seattle or King County, wherever it's going over there, California. And we get no benefit out of it. So why would we even, you know, why would we even need to consider having uh, this renewable energy in our county? Well, the the wind project, most of the electricity goes south to California. The Lund Hill solar site, that they have what they call a power purchase agreement. That means uh, Puget Sound Energy over in the west side. They've already agreed to buy all the electricity that can be generated at Lund Hill, the Cypress Creek people, power purchase agreement. That's how all these solar and wind companies operate. They must have a power purchase agreement that guarantees somebody will buy their electricity before they start building the project. So, yes, all the electricity is going elsewhere. We're not benefiting from lower utility rates because our rates have just gone up again. And they they plan two more rate increases uh, each of the next two years. So I believe that's another 6% increase in our utility bills. They blame it on the high cost of wind and solar. Yeah, we, uh, we're not getting much out of it. Uh, they, they got a diminishing amount of tax revenue comes in every year. So why not come to Klickitat County where uh, the uh, county benefits the corporations while the citizens don't get much out of it? I mean, as many wind turbines and solar sites and the future solar sites, we ought to be the richest county in the state. We ought to have the most amenities. We ought to have the lowest utilities, the lowest taxes, but we don't. Out of 35 utilities that the PUD is compared to, they are 10th highest. So they we have some of the highest utility rates in, in comparable. So we're not benefiting from it much at all. And it's not a bright future. We're going to end up with being the, uh, the renewable junkyard of the Pacific Northwest in the future. You know, they want to brag about being the renewable capital. That's nothing to brag about. And the reason why a majority of these solar companies and wind companies come here is because we have the energy overlay zone that covers two-thirds of the county and allows them to be permitted outright, wind and solar. So, I mean, why not come here? It's a win-win for these corporations. And I've looked at the other 38 counties, and no other county has an energy overlay zone. And an overlay zone is usually designed to protect the citizens but not our energy overlay zone. It's here to basically supersede your existing zoning and allow wind and solar to be placed where they don't belong. Yeah, thank you. And Sherry, you have, uh, you know, uh, done a lot of research along with Greg. And I mean, the negative impact that Greg touches on in this, and there is, I mean, they, that is endless. I mean, it's like, you know, your property your property value will go up, but the market prices that you can sell it for will go down. And I mean, these uh, people that think that they are uh, going to have any benefit out of this solar is, I, I, I can't see it. Do you, do you have any ideas on that? 
Yeah, no, Dell, I, I really cannot see any benefit that this brings anybody. Uh, the only, you know, like we've already been over, the ta they get the tax breaks, and when their taxes go down, the county has to raise our property taxes and shift the burden to us to continue to feed money into the county. Um, there's no jobs. Our electric rates are going up because we have to, you know, fit our grid for them, and it, it's just no benefit at all to anybody. In fact, it hurts people. And to talk about the decommissioning, I have been concerned from the beginning for the landowners and them being scammed on this whole bill and how it looks bright and shiny up front. But they're going to be left with the decommissioning and all the removal of this, this stuff. Our counties agreed that that's you know, what will happen. So will the farmers be able to in 30, 40 years, maybe 20, we don't really know how long they're going to last, remove these black panels or will it always be there and just toxic into the ground? There's no benefit. There's only harm that comes from this. And I think everybody wanted to believe that there was a great new way with this green energy. But as we see it roll out around the world and devastate other countries, even in, internally at Texas and California, how it just doesn't work. So, you know, that is why it's really important that we do not let these corporations come in and destroy the beauty of Klickitat County. These are foreign entities. They don't care about us. They, they just want to do what they want to do. Well, thank you. And Greg, you know, uh, these solar companies, not only Cypress Creek, but the other ones, Cypress Creek is just as guilty as creating friction in the community. I mean, you've got neighbor against neighbor and relative against relative. And this is their uh, MO, as you'd say, where they stand in the background and let this continue while they're trying to uh, get approval on their developments. I guess it's kind of a, a divide and conquer attitude, you know. They they have caused problems within within families. They've caused problems you know, with citizens. I mean, there's there's a lot of issues, but in the end, they, they want to prevail and they'll do anything they can possibly do. It's just like on February 28th, they're having a, a little meeting at the St. Genevieve coffee shop, coffee shop across from the services building to for their supporters, the people that want have solar develop here they want to have them go and voice their concerns and and have the moratorium rescinded so you know apparently this moratorium is is having a big impact on cypress creek because they have gone to the state agency fsec and applied for permitting there and we've heard our commissioner christopher and anderson both say you know they want to keep this local for local control we don't want to go to fsec because if they go to fsec they'll get everything they want well, if they've gone to FSEC and they're going to get everything they want, as we're told, then why are they worried about coming here on the 28th to have a, their own little rally to try to uh, rescind the moratorium? Because our moratorium has them, has them blocked at this time, and they know that. And they can't move forward as long as this moratorium is in place. That's how important this is, and I want the citizens to realize that. It's our chance to control our future. And... The, we need people to show up and testify in support of the moratorium and that we wanted to go to the planning commission. That's nine other fellow citizens will make the decision. They'll make recommendations. They'll review the, the situation with solar. They'll make recommendations to the board of county commissioners and the commissioners can even either accept it, you know, turn it down or send it back for, for more review. So it's very important that we step up, but this, this, 
Cypress Creek will stop at nothing, just like Avangrid, Inver Energy, uh, all the other corporations. There's five of them in the county wanting to build solar sites. They'll do anything. They are ruthless. They are corrupt. They'll do whatever they have to do to get their solar project put in place so that they benefit. They make all the money. What they do is they make a lot of money off the Department of Energy. That's our tax. That's our tax money. They get money from the governor. The local economy gives them their tax break on the way they appraise their property. So they're coming in here and they build their sites. And it's typical Cypress Creek built a site in Pendleton, Oregon, and a year and a half later sold it. And that's how they make their money. They make all their money on the front end. They don't care about how much electricity they make or how much they profit from that. They sell the project and then they move on. They create another project. They go back to the Department of Energy, get more money. They leapfrog from one project to another. And they're just here to make money. They don't care how they how they hurt the citizens, how they hurt our county. Uh, you know, two of them, Cypress Creek is owned by a Swedish corporation. Avangrid's owned by a corporation out of Spain. They don't care what happens to us in Klickitat County. Well, it's and thank you, Greg. It's been 24 months of trying to uh, get something done to to put in some ordinances and regulations on this solar, and it's been quite a battle. And in all this time, we have had very few people that have um, come up against anything that you have said or been able to disprove any of the facts that CESA has brought out. And you know, this is. Uh, kind of like where we're at right now is that uh, we've got a lot of people that seem to be in favor of what you're saying, but we're not getting a lot of them to participate. And what's your thoughts on that, Sherry? Well, I think people sometimes think other people are going to take care of it. And that's what I've heard a lot that I even was told by several people that they thought it was voted out and that we took care of it. But that's not the truth. The truth is we need the people. And I, I can't say how important this is. Like Greg just brought up, uh, Cypress Creek is is coming at the people with their propaganda. And, you know, we need to stand strong and look at this and really push our government to do what is right for the future of this county. I mean, I, I don't know how to get the people involved. I know it's kind of scary. One of the options would be to just show up to the moratorium hearings. And if you're not comfortable speaking in public, just be there. Just be that one of the people that shows our government that we are here to represent what we want as our future. And these, these corporations are ruthless. They really are. And they have billions of dollars to throw at lawsuits. They're suing Maine right now for an unpermitted transmission line, uh, Avangrid. Avangrid is the company in Maine. And, and they threw billions of do- or millions of dollars at a voting situation because the people stopped their transmission line through Maine. And, but they spent millions of dollars trying to get the people to not vote it out. And, and, and they're still in court right now. So there's still taxpayers' money being spent out of their county, out of their government, fighting this corporation and the corporation will just keep fighting the people. So this is the time. I mean, this is really the people against these corporations right now, this moratorium. And this is where we can gain back control. And with the number of people that we can get to speak up, our county cannot avoid us anymore. And these corporations need to hear us too, that we're not going to put up with their, you know, their, their bullying, their propaganda, 
and the, and then coming in and ruining our beautiful county. Okay, thank you, Ed. Greg. Do you have any last thoughts here? Well, it is it is our future, and we are the citizens, the commissioners, everybody who works at the at the public, for the public. We pay them. They're supposed to work for us. Our representatives are the three commissioners. They are supposed to listen to our testimony, base their decision on only the testimony that we give them. Unlike the the May of twenty one solar moratorium we had where the commissioner Souter said he's got to think about what other people want. That violates the law. He's supposed to take and only to consider what testimony is given on that day and make their decision. If the majority of the people then say, we want the moratorium to stay in place, we want it to move forward to the planning commission, we want our fellow nine citizens to make recommendations to the board of county commissioners on, on the future for solar in our county, that's who they're supposed to listen to. And it's very important that all the citizens show up on February 28th at 1.30 or 6 p.m. and make their voices heard because this is our county and it is a beautiful place. And to have tens of thousands of acres covered in, in glaring solar panels surrounded by eight-foot-high chain-link fence and three strands of barbed wire and keep-out signs is not going to be a pretty sight. There's land right as you come in on each side of the Columbus Avenue from the south, right there, there's land already leased for solar. Across the highway, there's 527 acres of land leased right along 97. This is going to be a death blow for the, the town of Goldendale. Who wants to come to tour a town and all you see is glaring solar panels surrounded by chain link fences? And it's just not the town. It's going to extend all the way out to Centerville and Goldendale Valley. It's out on Hockter Road, Clyde Story Road. It's surrounding the whole community. And it, it's very important that the people speak up and say, we want controls or we want it banned from our county. We've had enough. We've got 850 wind turbines. We've got the largest solar site in the state. Our, our county has done enough for this Inslee's clean energy plan, which is ridiculous. It's time, if, if we've done our share, let's put some of these solar panels and wind turbines over on Bainbridge Island where the governor lives. He doesn't have any, you know, he talks about clean green and, and all the future and reducing CO2 yet. He came here for the commemorate, commemorate the observatory. And he arrived in GMC suburbans that use fossil fuel and, and pollute the environment. He didn't show up in an electric car. So, you know, he's a hypocrite. He wants everything on the East side of the cascades. All his renewables are great as long as they're on the east side of the Cascades, dump them over here on us, and he doesn't have to look at them. You know, it's a feel-good thing. He doesn't lead by example. So that's just him. We need, we need to step up and tell him we've had enough, no more. Okay, well, thank you, Greg, and thank you, Sherry, for joining me today and the information that we've uh, that you've put out on this new moratorium hearing. And uh, we're just... Uh, Appreciate you guys, all your work you've done, and we're just going to hope for the best on this hearing and uh, hope that we can get enough people to testify that we can get this moratorium uh, in place as long as it needs to be. Thank you, Dell, for the opportunity. Yeah, thanks, Dell, and I, I encourage everybody to come out on the 28th and, and let your voices be heard because this is your county and this is time for your future and we all need to step up and speak up 
Okay. Well, we've been talking with Greg Wagner and Sherry Bosquet of CIS on the moratorium hearings. And I just thank you for listening.